Hey, 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 this is 633 Podcast. You are with me, Kimberly Belrose, faith coach and Sharon McComb, certified life coach, as we team up to spur the believer in you to wake up. Now, you might be wondering why this podcast is called 633. And I know that most of you are believers and most of you are familiar with Matthew 6.33 where it says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. And the Message Bible says, Steep your life in God reality, God initiative, and God provision. So that is where 633 came from, that that is our passion. We are believers and we want to spur you, your believer, to wake up and live like it in those areas. Now on Wednesday, I, Kimberly, have an episode called Wake Up, where I talk a little bit from my experiences of the journey that I have been on as the Holy Spirit has coached me and the wind words that I write, the sh- what I share. Um, and there's an upcoming change. So you might want to check that out on Wednesday to see where we're going and what's happening with that. On Sunday, or sorry, excuse me, Fridays, usually Sharon has a checkmate episode as she discusses the many ways that we get stuck in life. She gives us insight, tips, and tools from her training and experience hoping to affect change in our lives. With her 25 years of experience by Holy Spirit to trust, believe, and submit, she has empowered me, Kimberly, and others to seek out and live in the abundant life that Jesus came to give us. But today, today is our coaching works. And we hope to give our listeners an awareness of the profession of coaching, how it can help anyone with anything. You will probably experience coaching firsthand as it naturally happens between us as iron sharpens iron. We share our experience, revelations, and breakthroughs, and why we both testify in everyday life, coaching works. Now today, I am going to trust God, and we're going to believe that the Holy Spirit will give us insight as to how he helps me in my faith coaching and how he helps believers in coaching, how he helps us in our everyday life. The word says that he's our guide, our teacher, our comforter, and our disciplinarian. Yeah, think about that. Now, today we're just going to fly with it. So I already started having just my little visit with Sharon McComb, my life coach, my best friend. And as I began, I just asked her, you know, I was just intending to ask her how her day went. I know that she met with her life coach this morning. And a question came out of my mouth that I can guarantee you listeners did not go through my brain. So I began my little visit with Sharon. How did your session with your life coach go? And Sharon, how did it go? What did you say? Um, well, actually, I just want to point out, before you asked me how my session with my life coach went, you asked me a different question. Well, what did you ask me? 
You asked me if I felt like I was going in the right direction. No, that was after, actually, because I knew, I said to you, how was your session with your life coach? And you said, really good, actually. Then the question, then the question came out of my mouth. So do you feel confident and in the right direction? And when that question came out of my mouth, I was like, hold it. What's that? That didn't go through my brain. So this is my internal conversation. I'm saying, okay, God, Holy Spirit, what's up with this question? Where did she go? What happened in your session today? So we started to talk about it, but then I'm like, hold it, stop, wait. How do you feel about recording our conversation about how your session went with your life coach? Because I believe... This is the question of the Holy Spirit. Are you confident and in the right direction? So, Sharon, what happened with your life coach session this morning? Okay. So, usually before my meetings with my life coach, I kind of um, sit down with myself and, and kind of take an inventory of how my, you know, my life is going and what I want to bring to the table. Um, doesn't always have to be a continuation of whatever you talked about during the last session Um, generally she'll say to me what's on the agenda today or how's things going and I like to be prepared to know what I'm going to talk about what usually happens is that I come up with three or four things that I think well I could probably use some coaching on that and then I just discard them I think no no you know we'll see And so when I get to the call, I don't usually have something to talk about. I say, no, I don't really know. And then we chat for a bit, and one of those things will pop up as more important. And we talk about that. So today when I went to the call, I had already done my little soul searching and really thought I was in a good place. I didn't really know what I was going to talk about. I didn't have anything on my agenda. And so... After our initial meet and greet sort of thing, she said, instead of asking me what's on the agenda or how are you today, she says, what's new in your life? She never does that. And so I was like, oh, well, um, lots of things are new. And one of the things I came up with uh, to to share with her is that we just recently bought a new car. And it was, it's not a brand new car. It's a car new to us. Um, But it's pretty nice. And... um, and I said to her, the reason that we picked that particular car is because my husband really liked it. And I didn't really care what we drove. So, you know, I went with that one. I said, but to be honest, I've driven it for three days now and I really like it. And she said to me, so what do you like about it? And looking back knowing that it started this whole conversation of my coaching session, I I thought to myself, that's just a symbol to me, you know, an indicator that coaching can help you even if you don't have something serious going on in your life. Um, Just a simple question. What do you like about your new car? Right? Started this whole conversation. And I the thing I liked about it was that I get to sit up higher because I just drove a little car before. 
And I said, I get to sit up higher and it, it makes me feel more in control. I said, plus it has all the bells and whistles on it, so it's pretty fancy and and uh, it's a, a really attractive car. It's, you know, black SUV, black leather interior, sunroof, you know, and I'm describing all these things that I think are awesome about this car. And she said, you know, I feel a lot of energy in what you're saying. You're very energized when you talk about this car. And she said, um, so tell me more about how you feel about owning a new car because obviously you're enjoying it. So I had to think about that. And I said, well, and I don't even remember what I said, but she, she pointed out to me again that I had twice now said to her, it's a very um, nice looking car, right? And, uh, and so she kind of honed in on that. And she said, obviously that's important. So what, what's important about that? And through a process of questions, which is what coaches do, they ask questions um, based on listening for significant little words or tones in what you say. Um, I realized one of the things, there's several things that came out of that conversation, but one of the things was that I had uh, often in my life been... Um, what's the word, like kind of judged or put down um, by my family um, for not achieving what they thought I should achieve. I mean, I've lived in some questionable neighborhoods. I have had some questionable friends. You know, I, I have lived a much lower standard of living than what I was raised. Um, and in my family, appearance was everything, right? And I didn't follow that. So, I mean, I, I was often judged by that. And one of the things that came out was here I am in this top of the line. Like, it's it's like the luxury model of this vehicle. It's not brand new, by the way, but it's, brand, it's 2018, which is pretty new. And... Um, and it looks good, and I said, you know, it's, it's almost like a status thing. And I'm going to be honest, that hadn't really occurred to me, that I was actually feeling that way. And, um, and I said, like, I can't believe that I would fall for that status thing. But she said, well, it's a bit of an ego stroke, isn't it, for you? Like... Is that why you're surprised? Because you normally don't fall into that ego thing? And, and so I talked about that a bit. About how, yeah, maybe it is. Because I had to go show it off to my family <laughs> right away. And um, they were all duly impressed. And that made me feel good. And so, of course, then the follow-up question is why? You know, so a couple of the points that she brought up was that a it's okay every once in a while to stroke your ego especially if it's not a habit because it builds up your confidence it builds up your self-esteem and that is like putting fuel under a dying fire 
right? It just kind of flares you back up and gives you more motivation, energy. Um, you can look towards uh, goals and, and plans um, with more verve, right? With more uh, anticipation because you're feeling good about yourself. The other thing that we talked about was that it might not all be an ego stroke. It could also be a part of something bigger that's happening in my life. And that is that I'm, I'm building a new um, foundation, new groundwork uh, inside me um, to live my life by, right? I have stepped up higher. It's quite uh, symbolic that I ride higher in this new car because I feel like I have stepped out of that underdog share in that, that uh, non-conforming, non-achieving kind of sharing, which I never really felt that way, but others put that on me, if that makes sense, um, which my coach did point out, I don't have to wear that, which I know, but sometimes you do it anyway. Um, and so then we talked about this new ground, this new grounding that is symbolized by my new car. And um, I'm not going to get into the whole story, but what came out was my underlying feeling of contentment in my life and joy. And I've been happy in my life before, and I think everybody can kind of identify with that. You have times where you're more happy than other happy, unhappy times. Sometimes you're neither happy nor unhappy. You're just okay. Um and I always thought that that was normal, you know, and it is normal. But I had never felt contentment. I'd never felt joy. I really think I had never had that, that level of joy in my life that I have right now. And so it's not just the car. The car is almost a byproduct of that feeling joy and contentment. It's something that I can go and it's a tangible thing to show where I'm at in my life right now. And it's because I've struggled in my life. You know, I have been a single mom. I have struggled financially. I have struggled with mental health. I have, you know, I have um, worked seasonally and been, you know, overworked all summer and bored all winter and and had enough in the summer and had not enough in the winter. And I mean, I've had a struggle. And and now I'm on an even keel. And I feel like I have stepped up in my life. And so now I have this car to show it. And we talked about how, how I feel about that. And the whole thing culminated in the fact that this, this is contentment in my life. Um, I attribute to God. Um, I feel like I have... I have lined myself up more with God in the last two years than I have before in my life. Even though I've served God for 25 years. And I have put obedience near the priority... Uh, top of the priority list more than I have before. 
And over and over and over and over in the last two years, God has honored that obedience. And I believe that that's why I am where I am right now. I know. And when you said in the opening statement um, why this podcast is called 633, I really feel like that scripture has been how I've lived my life in the last two years. I have sought to make God first. I have sought to to do what he says to do, even if I didn't think it was a good idea, even if it went against what I really wanted to do, you know, even if it was the hard thing, even if everybody else thought I was crazy, you know, Especially me. I thought I was crazy, but I did anyway. And I just feel like the, the, all these things will be added unto you is this joy, this contentment, you know, this, this feeling higher. Okay. And I got to speak soon. <laughs> yeah, okay, speak now, speak now, because I, I know I'm watching well, her face from the video, so um, I can see her face. Yeah. We're almost 20 minutes into this podcast, and um, I'm excited, because so often in your life and my life, we have been so parallel, um, you know, how God has bringing us together, how God has... Uh, you know, either you're just ahead of me in a trial I've overcome and you can help me get through mine or vice versa. I've just got through something and some amazing words from the Holy Spirit as you're entering into the same issue. God has done that with you and I. Um, often. Often, often. And I want, so I want to hit some, some highlights. So as you're talking, before you even got into the story of, um, you know, what does it look like The you know, the perception that you're stepped up higher? Um, it's, I have known you for so long. And one of the struggles that I know that you have had in your early years of your believer life is this appearance thing, because, you know, you've always said how important it was to your family right? And you've struggled even becoming a believer into the church circle because that is not an okay appearance for your family background. So that in itself was a struggle. And then there's the struggle of seeing yourself as God sees you, believing, you know, you, 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 it took a, a long time for you to have this father perspective that I did, that I can be a little girl and climb up onto his knee and be loved. But you got there. You are there, I'm telling you. So this vehicle, prophetically, I believe 100% with your life coach, which is amazing because... (laughs) because, you have a higher perspective. That is key. It's about perspective. It's about perspective. It's a higher perspective. You being higher up in this vehicle, higher up in a luxury model, higher up in your vision, choosing God first, 
aligning up your life and how often I have said, you know, if the word says this, but I believe it should be this way, then who's wrong? Me. Right. And you and I have often struggled with our strength and our con- wanting to control and help so much in areas that we're strong in it was really difficult and still a struggle today for each one of us to give up our flesh because our flesh is really strong you know mm-hmm. you know <coughs> and that too is from a new perspective so i believe firmly that where god has you sitting higher in this vehicle is confident but it's not confidence in sharon it's not confidence in her bank account it's not confidence in her job it's not even confidence in her ability to have a business or to be coaching anymore your confidence has transformed into a new vehicle of godfidence I like that that's the word i have for you is that you know it is kind of like a spiritual promotion you went from a lower perspective of trying to um appearances everything into dying to that into you know into pleasing your husband into preferring him over yourself and lining up in godly ways that you know if someone had told you 5 years ago that you were doing this <laughs> or 10 years ago that you were doing this you know no way and I, and god want we often hear don't look in the rearview mirror we often hear that and when you were back. when you were talking today um that saying came up in my spirit but i believe that it's different for you God wants you to look in your rearview mirror because it is behind you. He wants you to remember where you wear and how you wear, how he has transformed you and he wants you to remember this very week in your freedom of a new level of not needing that's the key you no longer need appearance and confidence but your faith is foundational because that was another word you used today yeah is building your foundation so god has you in a new vehicle godfident in a direction and in a luxury model which i'm telling you is all the bells and whistles that you can imagine because that model you know i don't know what this vehicle's even called but i'm going to tell you that the your new model your new vehicle is powered by the holy ghost so the car is very symbolic very 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 prophetically in it's very very symbolic but when you look in the rearview mirror and when the enemy tries to bring up 
that rear view mirror. You need to look out that windshield and see higher. Mm -hmm. And you need to be feasting on the word because, you know, we often, we often slip from reading the word because we think we know the word. Isn't that true? And that is the cautionary word that I believe that the Holy Spirit is bringing for your faith coaching today is that you have a new vehicle, you have moved from your past, you are powered by the Holy Ghost with all the bells, the whistles, you have a higher perspective, you have a different foundation. Uh, you know, I see a, I see a new highway. You know, it's not a dirt road. It's not windy. It's not bumpy. You know, and I'm sure as with all paved roads, you're going to come under construction. Because as long as you're on this side of heaven, you're always under construction. But I feel like you're on a new highway and a, and a right direction. Um, and it's just that the fuel is the word of God. If we slip into eating on Sundays only, or we slip into eating the leftovers that we made last week, they're not very nourishing. They're not very strengthening. They can even make us sick. So it's very, very important that you feast on the word. And um, I too have slipped into that. And I think it is so cool this week that God has been speaking to me about the right direction and about foundation. He, you know, I built, I built a good foundation, but what I've built on top of it needs to be tore down. I need to go back to the foundation. So that's coming up in my future is being worked out in my future. But today, God is so good. And yes, he is. God is so, so first of all, before, before we close this episode of Coaching Works, I think that we have, from my perspective anyway, brought into how the Holy Spirit leads me and what I interpret myself to be as a faith coach, is that when I'm listening to somebody's story, the Holy Spirit can drop such a profound question in or a statement. And this happened, this is what happens as I coach people, as I listen to people. Um, that it's like he just hits the nail on the head. And I have no idea. I don't have a clue before I even heard the story. But you know what? Holy Spirit does know. And I love working with him. And, but also to be known, you know, it's like as a human being, we are also a filter. God's word and God's leadership and the Holy Spirit, they are so pure. They are so love. They are so truth. But they come through me. Or they come through you as our listeners. And don't beat yourself up like I have for so many years. 
because of what I have experienced or where I am at today. You know, what comes through as pure goes through the different layers of me in my filtering, right? So sometimes I may be not as gentle or I may be messed it up or I may be twisted the words because I'm human and it's coming through me. And we all make mistakes as human. God does not make mistakes, but he works through us. And right. as long as he gets the glory and not the blame, <laughs> I think we're okay. And I just remembered something else that God wanted me to bring to light in your new direction and your rear view mirror is that sometimes we're looking for fruit in the wrong places. Seriously. So sometimes the fruit that we have been looking at, we maybe are looking for what, um, you know, maybe we're looking for number, like a church often looks for the seats being filled. And in businesses or in our lives or in our Christian walk, we can often be looking for who got saved through us. How many people are we coaching? How many you know, we're looking for numbers often as human beings. And, and we think that that's our fruit. And God gave me a very corrective word today because where does it ever say that in the Bible? What is the fruit? So if I line up from my rearview mirror who I was and who you are now sitting in that luxury vehicle, and you compare that to the fruit of the Spirit, then ask yourself if you're fruitful. Be I think according to the fruit of the Spirit, definitely I'm more fruitful than I was before. Right. And yet but I just want to comment on that. When you said, you know, about the fruit, uh, my reaction was, seriously? Because yesterday when I was in my journaling time. Um, I had, I don't often have visions. I'm not, that's not how he works usually through me. But I had this picture in my head pop in there. And it's like I'm standing in my orchard. And there's a fence around my orchard. And there's fruit on my trees. But I'm trying desperately to reach over the fence to get the fruit off my neighbor's tree. Disregarding the fruit on my own tree. And God said to me that I need to look at what he's grown in my yard for fruit. And not go by what everybody else has. And I need to start to just trust him and look for what he's giving me. And not base it on what I think success or... Um, uh, plenty or reward is that other people say is the fruit right right so that was real that was just really timely I just want to share that that was like wow yes yeah yes so so people this is how coaching works for anyone in anything I thank God that Jesus came 
and that Jesus died and that Jesus left in order to make a way for us to go through and be able to speak to the Father because that veil was torn. It's no longer dependent on you being good enough or I being good enough. Jesus made a way. And when he rose from the earth, he rose from the dead and he lived among the people. And then he was transformed. He was transfigured. He was transcended, whatever the word is, where he left us. And I'm sure that that left a huge hole in the people because he, they had his leadership. But he left so that we could have the Holy Spirit who indwells us, who leads us, who guides us, who coaches us. And that is my faith coaching. And how does the Holy Spirit come into faith coaching? And that's my style, my aim, that we lead you to the ultimate coach and teach you how to walk together and to trust him. And so that's it for today. If you find yourself intrigued with how coaching might work for you in any area, if you find yourself in a stuck point um, where you would like to grow in your faith, in your relationship with God, that you could reach out to me. Or you find yourself in a, in a stuck point of your, your marriage, your budgeting, your friendships, your job, a decision. Um, you know, this is what Sharon is absolutely trained in, in life coaching, is that when we've hit a wall, when we've reached a stuck point, she has the tips, tools, training, and anointing to help you get over, to get out. So you can find our emails in our show notes. You can find our websites there as well. But you can find Sharon at www.wildflowerwomen.ca. And you can find me at 633-wakeup.com. So we bless you for being here. We bless you for sharing. We bless you for encouraging words. And until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.